Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. I'm on my own. T- I'm on island time today. All oh right? my god! Listen, I wish I was on island time. Let me live. It's fall, but I'm on island time. Okay. Listen, island time is a state of mind. And also, I'm holding a highlighter that's in Chinese. I'm on a different plane of existence today. Okay. <laughs> let me live. I don't know where I am, but it's not here. And just let me live. <laughs> I don't live amongst you mortals. <laughs> no, I have a dog that has serpentined itself around my leg. <laughs> I am not in this plane. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. And today. I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be in a world where the immortals are. Wow. God, how are you, Cody? I am good, you know? Oh. Just living my life. Just slowly deteriorating. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm still like slowly deteriorating, but like that's at the back no. part of my your brain. You know what I mean? Is it still 100 degrees there? No, it's fucking fall again, and it's great. Oh, great! I feel like Mother Nature right now is just like rolling dice, and I was like, <laughs> is it gonna be 45 or 95 today? Yep, that's how it's been here too, and my allergies are just like. Nah. (laughs) I'm going to keep you congested and red-eyed right now. How does that work for you? (laughs) Well, it looks like the PNW right now. It is gray and drizzly, and it's perfect outside. (laughs) And this has been the Weathercast. Welcome to your Asmire podcast. I mean, I yell too much for this to be anything qualified as Asmire. Yeah, I screeched too much. I don't think my normal voice could go low or soft enough to even come close to trying to be asthma. The problem is, is that I definitely could do an asthma podcast. Absolutely. I choose not to. <laughs> Listen, if anyone has actually seen Allie's YouTube channel, you will know that it's a different... Listen. It's like a different human being. <laughs> because it's very just like... <laughs> Hi guys, today I'm going to be talking about this and it's going to be great and like I'm really passionate Hi, about these welcome things. to my channel. <laughs> today I'm going to be discussing, but like here I just shed my skin and become a true like, form. Ah! Like, scre- <laughs> <laughs> the true Gemini form comes God. out here. Uh, I don't know yeah. if this is like fit for the pod. There was a moment last night where my friend and I walked into this place and there were people and we were just like, what if we just like started gutturally screaming? Like just... <laughs> like it's just what I'm feeling right now, you know? Just to do a nice scream in front of all these like, you know, drunk degenerates in this home. So that is the definition of you being a cancer Virgo. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. This is me That's like great. five weeks into like signing on to too many projects and like it kicking Yo. in like real hard and me being like, I just wanna like scream. <laughs> Listen. Like, for fun, but also because I need to. Okay, listen. So that's me as hell, because my Gemini side is, like, waking up at 5.30, just being, like, kicking down my... (laughs) 
like bedroom door being like, hell yes, welcome to the day, hi, and then getting done at like four o'clock in the afternoon and passing out. <laughs> like, oh, I regret everything <laughs> that I did today. Uh. Yeah. Because then I forget that, like, my body is simultaneously trying to kill me at all points of the day. So it's great. It's great. It's great. I love everything. It's really good. Um, Life is great. The world is on fire. (laughs) And it's all great. Into the toilet, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're all smiles here. It's all good. Uh (laughs) Don't even worry. We don't joke about death on this show. This what? is where you come for jokes and goofs and shit. Speaking of greatness and stuff, we do have some current events this week. AKA one, and the most important one that we could have ever expected to come out of this week. It's so lit. And it's not the current events that you've been reading about on Twitter that make you sad. No, this is the best one that could ever have made you this happy. This is the diamond in the literal rough that is entertainment yes. news and just news in general. Like yes. it's so and good. Cody, could you do me the honors of telling me what this current event is, please? Fucking they're looking at Kristen Stewart, our light, our love, our sun, our moon. Our wife. Our wife. <laughs> 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 to be in the Charlie's Angels reboot, and I'm literally, <gasps> literally just like screaming at the sun. Waiting. Don't like, scream at our wife, God. Like in like joy, but also like please God, <laughs> come to this movie, please. Because like Elizabeth Banks, of wanted. course, is on the project, and I'm very excited. And Charles Angel, just like in my heart, always very good stuff. TV uh, show and movies, very like close and dear to my heart, close and dear to uh, my heart. Ah. Uh, and Case Stu, my wife. As if it couldn't get any better. Who is also being considered? But, oh. Uh, Oscar winner, Lupita Nyong'o. Like, I just... Like, so good. Like a dream team. Literally a dream team. (sighs) I can't. I want this more than anything other than my student loans to be forgiven. Like, (laughs) I... This is all I've ever wanted in my whole life. And I need it. I need it yesterday. I want it so bad. And there's nothing stopping this from happening, so please just yeah. make it happen. Like, they spend the whole article talking about how Case 2 hasn't been in, like, a big movie for a long time, which, like, fair. Which, like, but uh-huh. also, which, like, yeah, also just, like, she's doing her thing. She's also just doing a lot of, like, indie hits or whatever. I don't know. And uh, she's, like, making her hits. Absolutely. Which is, like, rude, Like, first Personal of all. Shopper was, like, her whole thing, and she's, like, directing things and doing all these things, which is at, like, Cannes and all these places, whatever, which we've talked about. Yeah. But, yeah. There was yeah, a- <laughs> like can this criticism first of all like that's rude. Yeah, hello. But um, yeah, yeah, it would be nice to also see her in like a big box office hit too, especially one that's fucking Charlie's Angels. Because can you imagine the oh, press tour? Oh my god, <laughs> that's all I want. Fill my our Google alerts. Yeah, please, please God. Daily Digest. No, give me every hour update. I need it. Because you know what that would mean. She would be back on SNL. <sighs> That's all I'm saying. I just... We would get more of those... That fucking pizza skit. I want more, like, lesbian vignettes of, like, advertisements so hard in my life. I just... I want it yesterday because I grew up with, like, the Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, Charlie's Angels, Mm -hmm. and that was, like, my, I would just sit there watching it on reruns on TV with, like, googly eyes, being like, (gasps) 
this is all I've ever wanted. This is all I ever wanted to be. And so I can't imagine having it with our fucking dream team. So please, God, make it happen. Please, God. And other than that, it was a pretty slow news week. Um, it was just a lot of all the rest of the fucking like news teams catching on to the fact that Arpats was in Wonderland. And I was like, please, yes. like, this, this is old news. Been there, done that. Exactly. We did get one listener question this week on our Tumblr, Mm -hmm. and it was from Anonymous. Not just us making Anonymous this time, but, like, can you imagine it was the fucking Anonymous? (laughs) Yeah. They listened to our podcast. It was the activist group Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for supporting our podcast. Thank you so Uh, much. (laughs) Thank you for not killing us, but just, like... (laughs) supporting our podcast oh my god anonymous <laughs> asked au where the volturi doesn't kill brie and the colons get a new kid discuss huge fan i love it i just esme would be so happy oh <laughs> my god yeah i just that would be so great rosalie would be bitter as fuck yeah of course yeah all i can imagine is going back to the fact that edward would have to live in the garage again <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's really good. Yes, I all I can think of is the fact that Esme and Carlisle would be V happy. I think that it would be a, a big learning curve for Jazz, mm-hmm. but I think that in a way it would be good because he would see a newborn that actually gets to live, and so it'd probably be really cathartic for yeah. him. And just be like, Jazz, look, you don't have to kill another newborn ever again. Look, it could be good. Which, like, cry. I like that idea a lot. And she probably wouldn't stay with them forever, just because I think she's kind of a, like, lone wolf. Mm -hmm. And also, I want her to fucking ew i just made a lone wolf joke uh that's gross i think that she'd probably want to go see fred to be honest yeah and that'd be fun to like see them go on a little like detour mission you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly yeah i like that so i don't know i just thought that that was cute plus i think that it would be interesting to kind of test her strength and Mm -hmm. i bet that Emmett would be like let's fight let's fight (laughs) which would be cute but yeah ask us lots of questions because we're getting into a new book today yeah boy so (laughs) oh my god okay so (laughs) your (laughs) your audio just cut out on my end so i thought that you just like elongated boy I mean, who's um, to say I didn't? Who's to I say mean, I didn't? L- like, run the tape. What's the truth? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just like. Hey, cha- can I get a? I just do a chopped and screwed. <laughs> I just do like, boy. <laughs> That's literally what it sounded like. Can I get a replay? <laughs> hey. Oh God. Hey Tim. 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 Can you roll the tape again, please? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh no. So much. Um, <laughs> Like, R.I.P. to all the people that start the pod and have to re-listen to the old episodes when I would fucking go wild on the fucking, like, ham horn. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I forgot about ham horn. Oh, Uh. in my class this past week, one of the... One of the tasks was we got these, like, words and we had to act them out. Mm -hmm. And the one that I got was distracting. And so I just, like, pulled out. I was like, no problem. I got this. (laughs) And so um, my professor was, like, reading this assignment out loud and I had to act it out so like straight face no like no give no anything I just like pulled out my phone and like hid it in my in my the sleeve of my shirt and I just started like playing the ham horn 
um, and she was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? Because I had to act it out, right? And so I was like, burr, burr, burr. Uh, <laughs> and so I gave, like, no give, right? Uh-huh. And so she, like, finally, like, looked at me after I played it, like, five times. She's like, are you are you doing the, the thing right now? And I was like, I mean, yeah, this is what you wanted, right? And she's like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> she's like, I kind of expect you to, like, get up and act it out. And I was like, but I'm doing the thing, right? And she's are like, you not she's distracted? Like, well. <laughs> I was like, am I not distracting you from reading this thing? And she's like, all right, give me the, please stop. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, I'm fine. She's <laughs> like, am I not, hey, I'm distracting, hey, I'm <laughs> Is this not what you have? <laughs> oh, God. God. So, anyway. In actual <laughs> relevant news, A, Patreon is going to be happening, right? New month, new you. That paycheck yeah. just came in. You're feeling fresh. New you're ham. New ham. Yeah, you, you can buy a whole new ham. But <laughs> instead, yeah. how about you lend a couple bucks? Because, whoa, boy, 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 I will be dropping the Eclipse bloopers. Because I just yes. finished editing them. They're fresh. They're funny. I don't remember literally a goddamn thing from them. And I have no goddamn Allie has clue no idea what's going to be in them. It's fun. So I'm tuning in. Yeah. So yeah. you can be a patron at any level. If you're a $1 patron, if you're a $5 patron, whatever the fuck, you can get that. And it'll be so fun. And also you get access to so many other stuff. So fucking patreon.com slash into the twilight, baby. There is... In addition to all of the bloopers and stuff, there is a, I think it's an 11 second unlisted <laughs> video that I posted from my Forks trip that's on there. Whoa. That's just me going through <laughs> the welcome center mm-hmm. and just like low key screaming. <laughs> so I, there's some treasure troves oh, yeah. that are exclusives on there. So it's, it's worth it, I would say. There's a lot of perks on there, so yeah, just boy. subtle plug. Cody, yeah, would you like to start our last full book in the saga of Breaking Dawn? I guess. Let's go. What if you just said no? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Not gonna lie. I didn't read it also. Fuck you. I'm actually done with this podcast. Goodbye forever. Great. Should we just talk about our preferences of coffee for the rest of the hour? Listen, that's what I'm drinking right now, baby. I can do that all Great. day. Great. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome to Coffee with Credulous. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take over your fucking podcast. <laughs> Hi, sorry, you don't have a podcast anymore. It's, we've taken over your RSS feed. It's just us now. <laughs> Goodbye. It's can been you imagine, real. Can you imagine if one week we just did like a fucking sweeps week and they took <gasps> over our reading for the week and we talked about coffee for God, a week? God, I'd want nothing more. Allie. Rachel. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to chat with them for a week yeah. and see if we can do that. Because yeah. that would be a, f- they would love that because Chris is done now. Mm-hmm. I would want nothing more. That would be a fucking blast. I love it. <laughs> we'll have to slide into our, like, opposing DMs. A fucking opposing? We're gonna <laughs> fight in our DMs! <laughs> Listen, I'm um, always fighting in the DMs. Always. Honestly, same. Um, Fists okay, out. So, <laughs> dicks out. Fists out. Um, <laughs> okay, Ass <all> right. <laughs> Okay, we gotta stop. We gotta start talking about Breaking Dawn and stop talking to our friends th- through podcasts instead of just talking to them. Um, okay, 
So, Breaking Dawn. There's yeah. a few things that we need to talk about before getting into chapter one. Yep. Including this fucking cover. Oh, God. I need to know all your feelings. I just... Uh, Let's talk about Chaz. They're all so bad. I know. Also, but... I don't know how to play chess, so I really don't know any, like, what this means. I just know it's two chess okay. pieces. One is red and one is white, which is not the usual color coordination, I assume. Okay, listen. So, I learned how to play chess this week from one of my students oh, shit. who taught me how to play chess and <laughs> it was a very embarrassing story including me almost cursing <laughs> and holding back because hi i'm in an academic environment can't curse in front of one of my students but i was like oh shenanigans yeah so thankfully i didn't do that but the funny thing about this which like first of all stephanie has no chill right metaphors right but like the funniest thing about this is it's a pawn, which, like, why is there, a like, a, a pawn that's supposed to look so imposing and intimidating in the background of this image? Right. The pawns are the things that, like, die first. Right, like, they're the most vulnerable pieces yeah. on the board. <laughs> so, like, why is it, like, don't, 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 like, all jaws <laughs> in the background? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I just thought that that was really funny. And also, chess pieces are not supposed to be red and white. They're usually white and black. So... Yeah. But it's, it's all, like, blood. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, it's just, like, what the fuck? Did you happen to read the, like, welcome fucking page at all? Like, the dedication page? I don't think I did, because I listened to the audiobook, and I don't remember okay. that. Or I must have blocked it out, probably. I was just, like set this to two speed just like call it quits <laughs> did you read the first two chapters at two speed no it was like 1.5 okay okay yeah so i read it at 1.25 so that's funny mm-hmm. because i love iliana kadushin she's my main but mm-hmm. she reads so slow absolutely <laughs> also listen i love iliana kadushin don't get me wrong i love her however it is very clear that she's an adult woman reading this book <laughs> and yeah. it's very wild to be like I'm Bella. I'm just like a 19-year-old, blah, blah, blah. And also being like, I'm a 35-year-old professional adult woman. Reading. I have a 401k. Right, like, like I have a mortgage. <laughs> yeah, I use an under-eye cream. Right. <laughs> Bella has cream skin care and has no concerns of wrinkles at all. No, yeah. It was a great yeah, exactly. duality of man. So let me do the honor and read this dedication page to you because Please, God. you need it. So important. This book is dedicated to my ninja slash agent, Jody Reamer. Thank you for keeping me off the ledge. And thanks also to my favorite band, the very aptly named Muse, for providing a saga's worth of inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> no. What the fuck? I just... A saga's worth of inspiration. She literally is like, let me just include my standing of Muse in this. What the fuck? Wow. Wow. I just, I can't. I guess we know who to blame now, right? Like, (laughs) well, it makes sense, right? Because Muse has been in, like, literally every soundtrack. Absolutely. No, I'm sure... Stephanie was like, listen, we could find any art, like, any other artist in the soundtrack, whatever, you guys could figure it out, I bet you have a better, you know, you could, you have better taste than I do, and you can just pick out a good soundtrack. <clears throat> However, if there is not a new song on every single album and every single movie, I will throw hands. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, I'm just saying that I may have gotten into a fight with Stephanie Meyer. Like, I'm just saying. Whoa, some, like, back alley, like, <laughs> fist fight. <laughs> Why do saying. we keep talking about fighting on this podcast? Like, every... 
every episode <laughs> in the last like five months we just talk about like punching and fighting and just like getting dirty maybe it's because muse has been slowly influencing us for the past year listen i've had this muse poster up this entirety of this podcast so it's really I'm, seeping in wait wait pause yeah pause yes yeah, up sorry sup <laughs> sup i need you to describe that in depth for me in totality right now please um so like stephanie meyer muse was a huge part of my growing up and adolescence <laughs> which i think we talked <laughs> I, about we talked about ex- <laughs> like explicitly on this podcast before you might I would have, have never out. expected the words like Stephanie yeah. Meyer come out of your mouth ever. <laughs> Listen, it is it is a very thin Venn diagram intersection. It's like the sliverest of slivers. It's like it's like two circles, but like the smallest, smallest sliver that of intersection. And that's that's me. It's baby. Like Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. So there are a few things that I want to just dissect with you. Yes, please. Before we get into chapter one as well. So I know that Ileana Kajushin read them out loud, I guess. So book one, mm-hmm. immediate thoughts right off the bat for what that could be. I, uh, I don't know. You've mm-hmm. read the Divergent series, right? No. Fuck. Yeah. All right, well. But like I mean, I've, read, me, I I've read novels that have like book one and like book two or whatever the fuck, like split it up like that. So like I get it. And it's also a popular YA thing. Okay, say. well- Predictions, thoughts, feelings. It has me worried that, like, because I, I don't, I've never read Divergent, but I know what happens in terms of the narrative telling of Divergent near the end. That it's gonna do like different perspectives, and that worries me because Steph doesn't even know how to write Bella, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I don't know. Sure, sure. That's my only like guess, like shot in the dark guess. Okay, great. Feelings about the epigraph because it's not. Shakespeare. No. And it's not Robert Frost. It's not some, like, English degree 101 class random shit and just throw it in there. Yeah. I mean, she still chose a modernist author, but it's a feminist modernist author this time. Hold on. Guys. Uh, uh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Edna St. Vincent Millay is a feminist. Whoa, that is a great name. Modernist author. But I was particularly interested in the last line for you. Childhood is the kingdom where nobody dies. Hmm. Particularly how it relates to the fact that this uh, novel is separated into books. Interesting. Just think about it. Great. I love it. Great. <laughs> um, also, I also want you to remember this epigraph, too, because when Kesu reads it in the movie, mm-hmm. she sounds so gravelly and beautiful that it just, like, kills me every time. Ugh. Like, I just, ugh, like, fine wine. Now, keep those things in mind. Yep. How did you feel about the preface, Cody? When is the preface ever good, right? Like, well, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's always, the preface is always about death with Stephanie. True. Yeah, she always is like, hey, so shit's about to get real weird. Hey. Uh, <laughs> she's always just throwing us into some real shit. But at least, like, this one is self-referential, and she acknowledges it of the, like, it seemed oddly inevitable, though, facing death again. <laughs> like, right. So, I mean, like, at You least, know what? You're not wrong. It's a little strange. <laughs> yeah. She kind of gets it, but she's still doing it. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, it's self-aware, but also not, she's not gonna, like, change it, you know what I mean? She's still just like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. Am I gonna do anything to, like, make it better or do it in a different way? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. 
No. She's very consistent, I guess. It it does kind of leave a weird taste in my mouth, though, of the, like, quote, when you loved the one who was killing you, it left you no options. It's like, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. Definitely yeah. still had free choice here, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fine. So now, chapter one, engaged. Ugh. Casey forgot the dreaded word that yep. Bella hates. And at least this chapter, I don't know, it's slightly funny as far as Stephanie goes. Yeah. It's a fluffy chapter, I yeah. guess is the best way to put it. We kind of jump right off the bat with a Mrs. Weber reference, which is great. Right. And Good. she kind of almost breaks herself to look at Bella, and it's like, oh, well, I mean, here we are, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but we find out pretty quickly that Bella's not in the thing anymore, mm-hmm. which we have to kind of wonder what happened to kind of pry Bella's hands right. uh, yeah. off of the thing. Her cold, dead hands. <laughs> yeah. I love the her, thing so much. Her statue marble hands. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, we haven't gone that far off of Stephanie's style because she literally writes the word sigh in this novel, which... I both apparently Cody and I had to listen to Ileana Kadushin say the word sigh. Instead of actually sighing. Yeah. It's so bad. You think at least with the audiobook, she's like, I can take some creative like liberties here, right? Like I don't have to say sigh. I can just sigh. Nope. No ma'am. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Nope. Yeah. It's so bad. (laughs) It killed me. Yeah. I when I heard her say sigh, I was like, the fuck? And then I actually looked at the, the Kindle version. I was like, oh, sweet shit. Like, I can't handle this. Anyway, so the other thing that I wanted to mention, too, because apparently when it comes to Bella's priorities, she equates Pop-Tarts and shoelaces on the same level of priority, which was confusing to me on multiple levels like pop tarts make sense right bella's kind of a a low maintenance breakfast person like we know she loves cereal right like she loves it (laughs) quick and easy but those obviously you run out of on a fairly regular basis absolutely i i do not run out of shoelaces on a fairly regular basis yeah so the fuck (laughs) now to be fair Bella does trip a lot. Fair, yeah. That could so fuck it up, you know? Maybe that, but I was very confused. <laughs> the reason that she's going outside is to get gas for her brand new car. Mm-hmm. And so these... <laughs> I What I took was, like, these fancy hipster people stop her because of her car. Mm-hmm. And what we find out is that this car, like isn't supposed to exist yet. Yeah, it's like I, some future car. <laughs> yeah, some space car, like, I You guess. have, like, a Mercedes whatever the fuck 2024? 20, what the fuck have... What? Yeah, I guess they say that, like, the... It's, like, the Guardian or whatever. Which, sure. like, first of all... <laughs> it's, like, not even supposed to be available in, like, Europe or something yet. So why the fuck does it exist in Forks? Yeah. And how do these, like, random-ass people know what it is? I don't know. It just seemed very, like, Stephanie. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. 
to the point where they're like trying to take pictures and asking her all these questions which like we know Bella and no. all this attention is not good for her to the point where she's just like in her car while they're taking these pictures and she's just like whimpering to herself like I miss my truck <laughs> which is like damn Anyway, she, all she can do is, like, go to her happy place and, like, think about the wedding and stuff. And, of course, she starts thinking about, I don't know, Jacob and all this shit. Yeah. Anyway, the random guys start talking about the benefits of this car and stuff. <laughs> and how in the, quote, online video, which, like, was... <laughs> <laughs> I die. No. Someone like threw a flamethrower at it or something, and it like did nothing. And so now Bella's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> uh, <I laughs> that's <get it. laughs> why I have this car." Now she understands that Edward got it for her as like a sick joke. <laughs> and apparently, this is just her like before car, and she's gonna have like an after car too. Which yikes, <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, there's a man's. <laughs> Yeah. There's a part where she mentions that he already has the after car and that it's, like, hidden under a sheet in the garage, but she hasn't, like, peeked at it yet, which, like, wow, how about some impulse control? Because I definitely would have peeked yet. How the hell? I... Uh, that is, I don't understand. Like, literally, all that is separating her from looking at the car is a sheet. Like, a sh- like you think these vampires would, like, I don't know, do some security or, like, just, like, hide it somewhere because they could just fucking do whatever the fuck they want. Like, yeah, they, have, like, they could bury it underground if they really wanted to and b- would have been yeah, fine. They could have put it under anything, like, some sort of protection in the forest or something. But and no, she wouldn't we'll have been just able to find it. Play it out, like, Charlie Brown and Halloween with just a fucking sheet over it. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> just be like, oh, she'll never look. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, so the guys, like, leave or whatever. <laughs> and she, like, tries to, like, tap on the pedal to go. And anyway, she, like, rooms away. Because <laughs> apparently this card is not subtle at all. And on her way home, she sees all of these flyers for Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, because Charlie's, like, made all these, like, have you seen this boy? <laughs> my son! Uh, I miss my, my son! son. <laughs> Where is he? Um, and apparently they were all of Charlie's ideas and mm-hmm. not Billy. Because Billy's like, eh, fuck it. He'll come back when he wants to. And apparently that's, like, pissed He's Charlie just doing, you know, brooding wolf stuff. It's fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, and apparently Bella has kind of followed Billy's idea, too, of, like, it'll be fine. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But Charlie's, like, pissed of like this is my son yep. how could you just leave him out there Stephanie makes this like really ridiculous joke of like well to be fair no one has seen this boy and it's like shut up Stephanie <laughs> like like stop a terrible joke no no yeah I hate this anyway she finally gets home and she's like you know what I hate Saturdays because Charlie is not at the station and it's the worst because Edward's gone and it's just terrible Charlie's still sulking about the wedding and it's like damn (laughs) like okay well anyway but it's it gets a little bit better though because the fact that oh my god my favorite thing um (sighs) so Bella calls Seth Mm -hmm. Seth baby (laughs) um my favorite thing, though, is the fact that Bella says that she's way too chicken to talk to Leah. <laughs> yep. And she uses the 
the phrase bite my head off as like being a little too um like too real which i thought was adorable so anyway they have this like a really cute conversation um and she asks seth if she's heard anything from jacob which like obviously no (laughs) and we find out that the clearwaters have been invited to her wedding which that's super cute and i love that a lot and we find out also that edward and seth are like bffs now it's which i love that a lot listen when you bond over trying to kill a vampire lady like that's a bond that lasts forever that lasts a lifetime (laughs) yes agreed we find out also that um during this like not so subtle flashback uh to when edward and bella told charlie about getting married there was this part too that i kind of wanted to touch on bella's uh trauma a little bit because it's been a while you know because it's been a while and it's part of our bingo board right Mm -hmm. so they're talking about when charlie gets home And it says the, quote, the door slammed against the wall and I flinched like I'd been tasered. And I don't know. Stephanie kind of puts this in here like character points, right? right? And tasered has been, is like capitalized, right? And I don't know. I guess that's maybe why it caught my attention. Right. But like, that's not normal. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's normal of like, ooh, loud sound. But like... (laughs) Flinching like you'd been tasered is a very specific, like, that brings a very specific motion in my mind. Right. And I don't know. Something about that, like, I don't know. That I just wanted to. Like, it's explicitly different from flinching from, like, a loud noise. It's very much like tasered is, like, a a whole thing. Like, it's. (laughs) Yeah. And I just. She's got trauma. Okay. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. For that, that just reminds me of, like,. I don't know. I don't want to diagnose fictional characters, but, like, right. that's, like, a PTSD response. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I just felt like I needed to mention that. So, anyway. So, during this whole discussion, right, when Edward's like, we're getting married and everything's great and I'm super calm about all this stuff, Charlie's like, so you're pregnant, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he doesn't say it calmly. He's, like, yelling and freaking out. And it's like, yeah, pregnant! <laughs> yeah. But, like, yelling at Edward and not Bella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you do um, this? <laughs> um, the one thing that I thought was, like, important to mention about this stuff, too, is Bella's like, I knew this was going to happen, because, like, what other reason do people get married at 18? Literally. Um, <laughs> and Bella puts, like, in parentheses that Edward's response... Um, had made her roll her eyes because she's like love right <laughs> like <laughs> mood <laughs> mood Bella. <laughs> but I was like, but uh, you think I'm doing this for love? I want that dick. Okay, <laughs> I'm marrying you for dick. Okay, and also to yep. be live forever and like become stone or whatever. It's fine, but yeah, mostly she has dick. very specific goals here. Yeah, no, she's got a plan, and I'm here for it. You think yeah, if Virgo hasn't has- thought this out? Yeah. Come on. Come on. She's got a five-year plan. Oh, yeah. She has it all written down in her bullet journal. Like, she's got it going. Her dick appointments are already scheduled. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Exactly. She knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyway, so (laughs) um, Edward says some 
ridiculous shit here of like, I don't want to diminish her choice in the manner. Instead of like asking for a hand, I'm asking for your blessing. It's like, Edward, now you're respecting her agency. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I want to believe that like character development, but also like. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, anyway, my favorite thing about this is that Charlie like forgets how to breathe. And it's like, damn, I know where Bella got it from. Yeah. Because <laughs> Stephanie goes on this, like, two-paragraph rant about how Charlie just, like, changed his color. <laughs> and he just, like, doesn't understand how to breathe anymore. And Bella's like, do I need to help him? And Edward's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, he'll he's figure fine. it out. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe him. He's been on this planet for a long time. I think he can get back to it. I think he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Stephanie goes on this ridiculous dialogue bit where Charlie is like, are you sure about this? And Bella responds, I'm 100% sure about Edward. And it's like, ew. What? I don't like this. Anyway, his kind of compromise for all of this is like, well, I'm fine, but you have to tell your mom, uh, which, gross, but fine, (laughs) I guess. But... In his kind of, I don't know, in kind of like a fuck you to Charlie, I guess, uh, Renee is fine with it. She is very chill. She was like, why did you tell me sooner? (laughs) Yeah. um, But, of course. Like, downing (laughs) a Long Island iced tea as she speaks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She, like, tips her hat to (laughs) Edward. (laughs) Like, um, yeah. I don't know. I thought that that was kind of interesting. The one point that I wanted to mention about the whole conversation that Renee and Bella have, though, is she talks, and this is the part where I can tell that Renee and Bella don't have a really good relationship, Mm -hmm. and they haven't, like, throughout her whole life, is she talks a lot about how Bella is, like, a, like, her, quote, like, my little middle-aged child and Mm. that she was never a teenager like bella's never really had a chance to have like a childhood or an adolescence and kind of stuff like that Mm -hmm. which like let her live (laughs) like she doesn't really have much of an opportunity now but like right she never got a chance to but then she can be a teen forever (laughs) oh god my worst nightmare (laughs) i know it was so fucked because like she keeps being like, ugh, I'm, like, edging towards 19, and I'm, and it's, like, the worst thing that could ever happen. Meanwhile, Edward is, like, perfectly 17 forever, and I'm like, literally, I would rather die than be 17 for the rest of my life. You couldn't pay me enough to be 17 or 19 again. No. <laughs> ugh, God. Like, no thank you. No, 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 no. There's no way. Life is so much more than being 17 or 19. Literally. It, ugh. Just wait. Just, like, it's worth it to not be those ages again. Anyway, so once we get out of those, like, flashbacks and we're back in, like, real life again, um, we kind of, we walk into this uh, fitting, I guess, of Charlie's, where Alice is, like, doing this final fitting of Charlie's tux, Mm. which is hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Because Charlie does not like being dressed up. And so the idea of, like, Alice doing it is hilarious to me. Um, And just the fact that when Bella comes in and is like, oh, you look so debonair, and he blushes, I'm like, eh. Um, It's super cute. So, except for the fact that when his actual, like, verbal response to that is calling himself, like, a, quote, idiot, which, like, Stephanie, 
shut up. <laughs> hey. Like, <laughs> that's not, no, <laughs> stop it. Now, the one thing, though, that I love about this is that Belle has to do her final check of her wedding mm-hmm. dress, right? And that requires her to go to her, quote, happy place, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is really funny. Just because that's very, like, Bella to me. Yeah. Her, like, standing in her underwear while Alice's having the time of her life fitting her dress <laughs> and Bella is, like, having torture. Which is very funny to me. And that's kind of how the chapter ends. Poor brain. Is just her imagining how the wedding is going to go. Okay, so chapter two, Long Night. I am curious how you felt about this chapter too. Because it, it is kind of, uh, at least the first half of it is kind of funny. Yeah. At least parts of it. Um, we do get a lot of checks on our bingo board of Stephanie doing her whole, like, Marvel statue Ugh, adjectives. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of um, smooches, though. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Good smooches. Yeah. There was a part of it, though, where <laughs> Stephanie says, um, even if he was a vampire, referring to Edward. And I was very curious what she meant by this because it seemed in that context that she was questioning if Edward was a vampire. <laughs> Can um, you... Do you have the sentence you could read? Yeah, so... Our gazes locked for a moment. His golden eyes were so deep that I imagined I could see all the way into his soul. It seems silly that this fact, the existence of his soul, had ever been in question, even if he was a vampire. Interesting. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait a second. We're in the fourth novel right? of this series. <laughs> and now you're telling me. <laughs> and that's the Shyamalan twist. <laughs> Is, like, he was a imagine... human the whole time. <laughs> well, it's like, could you imagine if this turned into Romeo and Juliet? It's like she, Bella became a vampire and all this time, oh, Edward what? was like, <laughs> All this time, it was a goddamn goof. It's like... God. Could you, could you imagine? He's like, no, the reason I didn't specifically want to change you is because I can't, because I'm not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, the adopted human son of a vampire family. It's just... It's a health condition, Bella. I'm just really strong. <laughs> oh, my God. My eyes just change color. I love colored contacts. And I just switch them in and out all the time. And I just really like blood. <laughs> I Listen, I get why you would be confused. <laughs> However, I thought I made it explicitly clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so, anyway, I just was kind of confused. Anyway, so it's the night before the wedding, and that means that it's Edward's bachelor party. Bwing, bwing. Now, the boys are back in town. Yeah. <laughs> that means it's strip club time. Bwing, bwing. Can you fucking imagine? Absolutely. <laughs> there, there has to be a fan fiction, right? There has to be. Like, they all go to Vegas, and, like, they hit the fucking everything. Yeah. And it's great. Although, he's 17. They some <laughs> strip clubs. <laughs> Listen, Emmett Wood. Emmett Wood punches strip club. <laughs> Edward has a lot of morals, so he just punches strip clubs. He's like, meh. <laughs> Whereas I respect the Emmett- women who work here as a profession, but I hate the construct as an <laughs> as as a vehicle for men <laughs> to like exploit women. Oh my god. Um, 
Emmett goes in, has a great time. Oh yeah. Jazz goes in, has an but okay like imme- time. like immediately calls Rosalie, be like, I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, are you kidding? Rosalie's there with them. Are you? Oh my god. <gasps> yes, I love it. Yeah, even better. Rosalie's with the boys. Yeah. Oh, Edward yeah. is out there punching the strip clubs <laughs> because that's what he thought was a good time. Uh. Yeah. He's just losing it on the dumpsters. Just like, yeah. Oh my God. Can you fucking imagine? That, uh, my favorite, my favorite thing. Um, one of my favorite parts of this too. So they're still like smooching. And <laughs> my favorite part of this too with Bella was like, uh, she's referring to Edward when she's like worrying, always worrying how different it would be when he didn't need to worry about me anymore. What would he do with all his free time? He'd have to get a new hobby. <laughs> It's just like, oh my god, drag him, drag him through the mud, Bella. I just love it. I love it so much. But then I got pissed really quick. So Bella's talking about how she'll, like, miss all her friends and stuff, right? And Mm. she's like, I'll miss my friends too. I smiled in the darkness, especially Mike. Oh, Mike, how will I go on? And then Edward growled, and I'm the part where Edward growled. Yep, that's a mood. Because, like, what the fuck? I know she's joking, but, like, what the fuck? Guys, come on. Anyway. Anyway, so, Edward's talking about, like, remember when we told Charlie that we were getting married and he thought you were pregnant? And she's like, yeah, so what? Um, (laughs) she's like, Edward's like, well, I just wish that he'd been right. And so it's like, why are we still talking about pregnancy? (laughs) And, of course, Bella, being a Virgo, she's like, well, if that's something that we want, we'll just adopt. It's like, obviously. And Edward starts being a mopey person. And he's like, I just want to give you things. Don't take things away. Uh, I don't want to steal your future. Where, where, where? Uh, <laughs> Belle's like, stop moping. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I am moping. <laughs> you know so, what? <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> he's like, finally become self-aware. <laughs> finally. But thankfully, Emmett and Jazz save the day. And they come and almost break Bella's house. <laughs> trying to get him to go to this bachelor party. My favorite thing about this, too, is when Edward gets all giddy, he's like, I'll meet you at the altar. And Bella, like, in a total monotone voice, is like, I'll be the one in white. (laughs) Which, like, same. Jasper thankfully calms her nerves when he is leaving and is like, so you guys aren't taking him to a strip club, are you? And Emmett tells her to, like, not worry about anything and tells Jasper not to say anything, which, like, same. <laughs> it's great. And just talks about how many animals they're going to eat and how many ecosystems they're going to destroy, which is great. So, I was very curious um, how you felt about the Denali clan history that we got in this chapter with, like, Tanya and mm. Arena and all of that stuff. Because it probably felt a little, like, non sequitur to yeah, you. Yeah, if, yeah, like, it was very disjointed and disconnected, and yes. I, and I mean, I'm sure it'll all come into fruition later on, but I guess she kind of took a hint from, like, Eclipse movie or whatever, where we started doing things in the beginning, especially with, like, Riley and all that shit, and, like, mm-hmm. going into it. It seems like a little bit of that, instead of just, like, throwing everything at the end, like, surprise! Denali Glenn exists, and here's why they're here, and everything. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of brought up here, not so subtly, because of the fact that the Denali clan will be at the wedding. Right, right? yeah. And as we briefly mentioned in Twilight, Tanya had a crush on Edward, and so it's like, 
low-key gonna be awkward at the wedding mm-hmm. with like family drama of like well here's this immortal that's like gorgeous <laughs> and like <laughs> gonna be having a crush on my soon-to-be husband which will be awkward and then it's like subtle backstory of their family mm-hmm. right but yes it's very much a, a Riley situation of like this is gonna be threaded throughout the entire novel it's just that Stephanie has no chill and doesn't know how to introduce these things right absolutely um and so it's not really like there's just no gel. So there is some family history here of the Denali clan and all of the... So Tanya, Kate, and Arena's mother slash creator and all of the history there. So mm-hmm. Bella starts to remember some of the kind of rules, but it's basically just one rule of keep the secret, right? right. Um, and how their mother broke that rule with the the plague of the immortal ch- children, mm. I guess. And so Carlisle has started telling her about these children who are basically two-year-olds that had been turned into vampires <laughs> and just started, like, destroying whole villages mm-hmm. because they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> and that's just, like, a terrifying idea. And, of course, the Volturi were like, um absolutely not (laughs) what the fuck are you doing now of course what happened was the sister's mom created one of these things the sisters didn't know about it Mm -hmm. because she had kept it secret and the Volturi saved the daughters killed the mother and the child for it Mm -hmm. and the memory soon became a dream at the end of this chapter as she started dreaming about it. Now, the one thing, what the fuck is a hillock? <laughs> because every time that Ileana Kadushin kept saying it, now, like, I'm joking, because obviously, like, it's a small hill, right? But, like, right. why the hell did Stephanie include a hillock in this chapter when she could have just said hill? Yeah, I, listen, I uh, don't know. <laughs> I, I've stopped questioning the thing <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so... Bella has this dream, right, about one of these immortal babies kind of killing everybody that she loves. And it makes sense, right? Because she's been talking about pregnancy and the child has, like, the red eyes and is killing everybody that and all of her family that she loves. Mm-hmm. And that's how the chapter ends. Spooky! So, yikes. Spooky, spooky. Yeah. So that's where we leave off for this week. I love it. Yeah! Next week, chapters three and four. They are titled Big Day and Gesture, respectively. Yikes. (laughs) Now, we did get some new iTunes reviews, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, We got two of them. Would you like to read uh, usernames? You can read the first one if you'd like. Cool. Shouts out to Danny Rose, 412. I thought it said 420 for a second, even oh, though I typed uh, it. My That's fucking <laughs> um, and then the next one we got was from Jenny Murray. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I think it's Marie because I know this human being. <laughs> and I think they just kind of fucked it up. <laughs> oh, okay. So Jenny Marie. It's a nice little zag, you know? Yeah, maybe they did it confusingly just because they wanted to fuck with me. Yeah, I mean, aren't we? I mean... We asked for it. We actually so. explicitly asked for that, so, like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you can also yeah. leave iTunes reviews. And if you have iOS 11, it is so easy and so fun. So you should do it's that. It's so much easier. Yes. And we'll read your um, name on the pod. So. Yay. Other people we can read their names on the pod are our patrons. Yay. 
are Jessica Stanley and Rebecca Black. Yeah. And one of the things that someone mentioned is they asked if our Rebecca Black, Jacob's sister Rebecca Black, was related to the Rebecca Black. (laughs) Yeah. And that fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah. That's something to think about. So I'm like, I am confusion. (laughs) So... But yeah, so Cody, how can they get their names right on the pod for our patrons? Patreon.com slash Into the Twilight, $10 a month. And it'll be a new month by then. Yeah. So you could do that new time. right fucking now. Go. Yeah, let's that, go. That would be great. Let's go. Let's fight. Let's do it. Let's fucking, let's fist out. <laughs> do it. Let's go. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to fight every listener one by one. Yeah. Just to see what will happen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cody, um, (laughs) (laughs) what have you done this week? (laughs) Well, I got a fan fiction for us. It's called The Gray Swan, Mm. and it's created by Just for Fun Fic. And the (laughs) um, the summary is Edward encounters a handsome cop. Oh, boy. Yes, and it was written and published July 5th, Mm -hmm. 2016, which to me means that it was created on July 4th, our (laughs) Independence Day. But yes, there's, it's, it's great. It's great stuff here. Okay, so part one. Edward drove his slick black Volvo down the rust, the rugged, crusty highway. He was thinking, why? All my family members have romantic partners, but I, Edward, am alone. We have lived in Forks for so many years, but no one has ever loved me. Even though I can play the piano really well, have luscious hair, am rich, have a Volvo, am handsome, and I am originally from Europe. Why am I forever destined to be as alone as a single leaf upon... <laughs> the waters of my dark past he thought to himself as a single shimmering tear flew into the washington wind he was so alone that he was doing 85 in a 50 zone he was thinking about how he wished he could hear his heartbeat because then he wouldn't feel the silence as strongly but instead of a heartbeat edward's ears alighted to the rhythmic pulse of a police siren approaching from behind he swore shit he swore (laughs) he pulled his car over because he couldn't blow the vampire cover by trying to outrun a traffic ticket not this time not again he saw the policeman approach from his rugged mirror the object was closer than it appeared his vampire eyes could see the strong hairs of the man's rugged mustache fluttering in the chill wind washington wind (laughs) greeting said sheriff swan oh shit hello sheriff said Edward Cullen, who was a vampire. <laughs> oh my god. Did you know that you were going too fast for the road? Asked the handsome man. Oh my god. Maybe the road of life is too slow for a guy like me, Edward said, looking into the Washington wind. Touche, yeah. said S- Sheriff Swan. Part two. Then, they went to Pottery Barn, where one thing led to another, and they found themselves romantically and physically enamored of one another. And then, they were married at Pottery Barn by the same highway where they first met. Then Bella came and Edward was her father. The end. I, oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> Did I just black out for 20 seconds? <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. What the fuck? Holy shit. Ugh. 
That was a wild run. What is he saying for? Uh, get bit! <laughs> oh, hi there. Guess you stole Cody's mic and took over the end credits. This is an Earbud Media production. You can pitch a show at bit.ly slash earbudpitch. You can check out the network's Twitter at earbudmedia. And while you're doing that, why don't you follow us everywhere at Into the Twilight? Since you're doing that, why don't you just go ahead and check out our Patreon? It's patreon.com slash into the twilight. Just as little as a dollar a month, you can get some cool things like pins and books, help us do cool things like live streams. You can always help us out for free with reading and reviewing us on Apple Podcast. Our amazing artwork was done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at your ghost host 44. Our fantastic music was done by Eli Krauss, who you can find at KrausFilms.com. The intro and outro of our podcast is done by KB Smith, who you can find at KB underscore Smith. You can find Cody everywhere online at Cody Captures, and you can find me now everywhere at Into Wild Places. You stayed until the end. Check you out. Good job, and we will check back with you next week. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The the, the Strange Little People one. Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm-hmm. You can uh, find it on YouTube. You the, can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. When we have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's, it's I, really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now, as we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now, as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs>